Good afternoon. I'm Jane Lee with today's episode of Easy News. Cabinet spokesman Luo Bingcheng says Premier Su Zhengchang has formally accepted the resignation of Interior Minister Xu Guoyong. Xu tendered his resignation on Monday of this week, citing personal health issues. According to the cabinet spokesman, the premier tried to convince Xu to remain in office, but respected and reluctantly accepted his decision. Su also expressed his gratitude to Xu for his service and wished him good health. Xu had served as interior minister since 2018. The premier has appointed Deputy Interior Minister Hua Jingqun to take over as head of the ministry on an acting basis. The DPP says it will soon begin accepting registrations from candidates for party chairperson from next Monday. According to the party's Central Standing Committee, candidates can register from December 12 through 16. The election will take place on January 15. Each prospective chairperson has to pay a 1.5 million NT registration fee. The election has been called after President Tsai Ing-wen resigned as party chair following the recent local elections. Kaohsiung Mayor Chen Qimai is currently serving as acting DPP chair. In world news, Vladimir Putin has said the threat of a nuclear war was rising, but insists Russia did not go mad and would not use its nuclear weapons first. The Russian president insists that his country would only use weapons of mass destruction in response to an attack. Speaking at Russia's annual Human Rights Council meeting earlier today, he also says the war in Ukraine could be a lengthy process. Western officials believe Putin initially planned for a rapid victory. Russia's capacity to use nuclear weapons has come under increased scrutiny since it invaded Ukraine in February. Putin warns while talking about the prospect of nuclear war via video link from Moscow that such a threat is growing, it would be wrong to hide it. Japan's economy over the summer shrunk less than first thought, according to fresh government data released today. Nora Wynak reports from Tokyo. Japan's GDP contracted 0.8% in the third quarter from the previous period, a smaller drop than a preliminary reading of minus 1.2%. That says growth in exports came in stronger than anticipated. In further positive news, analysts predict the Japanese economy to begin growing again in the current quarter, supported by private sector spending. Now, coronavirus restrictions have been lifted, there's pent-up demand among consumers. Japan also opened its borders to tourists in October and is enjoying a revival in spending by international visitors. But risks remain for the world's third largest economy. Inflation is close to a 40-year high and recent data indicates a global economic slowdown which could hurt the recovery in Japan's exports. Nora Weinig, Tokyo. 
After years of delay, the UN body overseeing economic development and social issues has voted to give nine human rights and minority groups the right to raise concerns and participate in its discussions. The vote yesterday overrode objections from Russia, China, India, Arab nations, and others. The Economic and Social Council approved a U.S. draft decision giving a green light for the nine groups to get special consultative status with the 54-nation UN body. The vote accredited Arab European Center of Human Rights and International Law, Bahrain Center for Human Rights, Coptic Solidarity, and Gulf Center for Human Rights, among others. That was the ICRT News. Checking again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Jane Lee.